Previously on Charmed. Sounds like you guys need a little catching up on what happened two weeks ago. So here's what you missed on Charmed. Piper and Leo have a few kids. Their latest one, Melinda. She has powers, but how does she have powers? So Piper is also trying to get her restaurant ready. Henry was earlier possessed by the source and almost hurt his wife, Paige. He still has the burden of remembering all that happened and doesn't feel too safe being around magic. Meanwhile, Nina, our villain, who we first met at a club as she sent an elder through a portal, came up with a plan that we that will give her lots of power to execute her long game plan with her new partner, Rennick, and a horde of demons. You're caught up, now let's continue. Ryan, how are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you, Rob. Hello, Charmies. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm actually getting into the groove, I feel like, of our new format. Um, And it's exciting. It's exciting to have this new structure. I'm still really, really digging the new structure that we get to talk and and converse about our our old friends, the girls, but doing well, doing very well. Glad to be here for another brunch. Uh, How are you doing, Rob? Doing great. Love being back in the Charm podcast, of course. And it seems that uh, a lot of people are still coming back after being on break for so long. So again, thank you. Uh, Yeah, our listen numbers are are doing pretty well. So it looks like you guys are enjoying this particular miniseries so far. You still love us, huh? (laughs) Yeah, we're still excited and in it and uh, can't wait to review more of season nine. So Ryan, share with everyone... Give us sort of your routine on reading these comments. Have you developed one or do you just kind of read them like one at a time? Do you read them all at once? Do you read them the day before? Like, have you developed a routine or a ritual uh, reading these? I actually did, Rob. I always like to do our older episodes of brunch relatively close if I could watch the episode maybe the same day or definitely the night before because I know my mind would fade by the time we record and I want to be crisp so if I'm able to Rob yes I am doing the three issues back to back to get like the full story arc of the three issues and then taking like our notes that we would or whatnot so yeah I'm getting into the three issue groove And I think it does help the story because there's only so much we see in these issues. So I think the three together, I I dig because it goes fast. I don't know. I don't know how you're doing it, Rob. But to me, I think you get the most out of it if you're able to do at least one or two together. Yeah, depending on the story, I feel that if it does have a to be continued, I try and read uh, the next issue right afterwards. It really depends on timing for me. But yeah, lately I've been reading them sort of all at once, doing an issue uh, one at a time and then sort of kind of getting back into it. it. takes a little bit out of the thrill. I can't believe that these people had to wait a month even more oh, yeah. when it originally came out. 
the amount of information that you get is so small and then to have to wait a whole month just to get a fraction of what so happens so it's true. it could get very jarring so it's nice that we're able to read them back to back if we'd like do you happen to read ahead or do you stop on the episodes that we're supposed to cover and not gonna lie i the last time i wanted to read to see after morality bites just a little to see if it went back into the main plot line with nina but i haven't because i'm trying to stay as you know like this in between that we don't know what's going on so we can give this more unbiased you know, opinion at yeah. the moment. So I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. What about you? I mean, no, I never read ahead. I don't want any spoilers. Uh, whatever it ends with, that's enough for me. And I also don't want to get a lot of like smaller facts mixed up too. Yeah. Cause I'll think about something and I'll think, Oh yeah, this happened earlier when it actually happened on an issue we haven't they covered blur. yet. So I, I like to keep it contained and I'm fine with just reading the three. Uh, do you go buy them pretty fast? Because I, I don't. I, I sometimes would have to read them twice to really get what I just read, to be honest. But I don't I zip through them. I, I skim through fast. Um, I shouldn't say skim. That's not a good word. I, I really focus, I think, on the wording, Rob, and not so much the art. Because we'll get into it later. But I'm really trying to focus on the story and not some of this art that we're seeing to, to, to try to take me out. That's very interesting <laughs> that you say that. And I just wonder if we would be reading it in the same way as you just said, if we weren't covering it. If we were just reading it for fun, would we pay attention more to the art, you know? Uh, how about your notes? Like, do you write them as you're reading or do you or do you write all of your notes at the end? So thankfully, I got a iPad a few years ago, Rob, that I do use for when we do this show, the other show. And I kind of open the comic in the iPad so it's bigger so I can see more details. And I use the phone and take notes at the same time. I do. I do. I take them as as my first opinion as I'm going. I'm like, oh, bam. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty similar. I have my computer and then I have like a split screen. And so I just have one window with the book and then the other with notes to write down. Uh, I don't use my phone. It's, it's too much texting and type. Like I, I'd rather just type it out. So I'm usually on my laptop when this happens. You know, I would used to write our notes on paper because I am still a very, there's something that I like about writing on an actual piece of paper. And then when I got the iPad, I was like, should I waste all this paper? And like, that I'm just <laughs> going to throw out. So I'm, I started upgrading. And then we do use this program that Rob came up with to take our notes digitally and we could share things together. So it, it it's nice to have it, you know, typed out, but I'm not going to lie. I would, I would like to write it on a piece of paper as I'm going. It's easier. You're right. There's too many like, screens and this and that and then the phone goes off and you're distracted so yeah it's a very unique personal trait to have do not get rid of that you <laughs> are so continue to write on paper that's just fine <laughs> okay so should we get to our issues that we're going to talk about today 
Yes, because I know there's some things that are going to be really exciting to talk about, I think. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right, Charmies, grab that mimosa, have a seat at the table. Let's talk Charm Season 9. Issue 7, The Air Up There. Written by Paul Ruditus, pencils by Marcio Abro, and the original release date of March 2nd, 2011. So in issue 7, Piper sends Leo up to the elders to find out why Melinda has orbing powers from her former white lighter daddy. And when I say that, it's because he's no longer a white lighter anymore. Yeah. Seeing as she was conceived while he was while he is human, this does not make sense. So Leo and Paige go up and find out that Cal Brody is not is not only an elder but also, things have really changed up there. <laughs> uh, it also turns out that the elders gave Melinda her powers. They were gifted to her to be, what do they call it, twice blessed? Yes. So, uh, apparently, Wyatt, Chris, and Melinda are the new charm ones, or basically, they are the ones to embody the power of three. They also said that Leo can become a white lighter again and be the guide to the new set of charmed ones. Uh, Leo is like hell to the fucking <laughs> no. Oh my God. That's Never. My Can't do it. Meanwhile, Nina takes out the nest of vampires as part of her master plan with Rennick. And it seems that Nina is someone of importance. All right, let's talk about it. Where do you want to start? In this oh. issue, what stood out to you? How about that Paige's first reaction, Rob, to finding out Melinda can orb is that Piper had an affair. I love what? that. I was that like, was amazing. what? <laughs> she says, Piper, you didn't. And Piper's like, no, I didn't. Which we know could have been possible since Piper was the most desirable, charmed one in the show. But damn, Rob, that was like, I'm like, Paige, that was funny, but... <laughs> Yeah, Greg could have been a white lighter and he just decided not to say nothing. So he got a kid in there one way or another. But no, that would, <laughs> that would be funny. No, but Piper is very loyal to her husband. Yeah, I, I did find this to be weird. But what's also funny is that Piper seemed like she found out that the vines in the kitchen were also Melinda. Yes, I I know exactly. Yes, I thought that that was obvious. I so it was I funny so too. <laughs> to hear her be like, "Oh, she was the one in the kitchen doing that," because she never really investigated where the vines came from. So I I thought she knew, or maybe I read it wrong, but that no, it sounded like she yeah, just she found out. And doesn't she end that, Rob, with, can you put mommy down or something? I think, or maybe she's asking Wyatt and Chris to help she, mommy down. Yeah, she's asking Wyatt and Chris to help. But yeah, I thought that was a given that it was Melinda because it was never brought up again. Yeah, yeah. Well, she has power. She's been doing it on the sly, but now it's completely obvious. As she's getting her restaurant ready, you know, with the whole chairs and stuff. So uh, they're having- changed again, by the way. If you're keeping up... The restaurant is is different again from the inside, at least. <laughs> uh, what I also thought was cool is Piper is freezing the chairs, and one by one, they're taking them down out of the out of the air or the sky or not sky, but like you know mid air. So I thought that was kind of cool because that would have been a really cool effect to see on TV. But I really enjoyed that. 
So we have another set of charmed ones. I wonder exactly what they're trying to take care of. I, I, you know, the destiny has already been filled. So what is going on? And does that mean that there's another set out there of bad ones? Honestly, Rob, or like an ultimate power that, you know, is out there that we don't know about. Like, because there has to be a balance to turn. (laughs) There has to be a balance of power, I'm guessing. Right. So. Uh, Yes, I agree. But I think if we know anything that the evil will continue to try to do plot lines, like bring back the source. So there's a possibility, you know, at any point things could tip the scales. But Rob, to me, and I don't know how you feel. This, though, is still right up the elders, like, playbooks. I could totally see them doing this. And not for anything. I kind of figured that was what was happening anyway in the long run. Because we saw that why it was so powerful. Okay, Chris might not have been as powerful. But I figured that they were going to form some kind of ultimate mix charmed one white lighter baby thing so um what do you think i it's i i just don't know if if it's so like black and white on what the power of three is and what the charm ones can do because i would think that why it is more powerful than the charm ones I'm, mm. it's probably sacrilegious to say maybe he isn't but i i just think that they're already so powerful already like I'm just surprised that the power of three is just something that is lacking to the point of where like without it, they couldn't save the world together. Does that make sense? And it's just like, do they get individual powers like they do, even though they already have like tons and tons of power? I, I, I don't know how it all works, but if it's not so set in stone on what a charmed one is, then have at it. But do you feel like this is tainting sort of the legacy of the three women and what they've done? Not to say that this replaces it, right? Because my idea on like remakes and reboots or whatever is not as strong. Like nobody's ruining my childhood or anything. (laughs) But at the same time, like you wonder, like, should they be called something else? Or maybe they're not called the charm ones. Maybe they just embody the power three and that's it. They can have their own name. I'm just like so many. I mean, you're hitting so many great points, Rob, and questions. So right off the bat, I'm thinking this is such a stupid point, but there are so many power of three spells. Even though Wyatt is so powerful on his own, we and we see the charmed ones are powerful, right? So, but they still need to do power of three spells. Could it be possible? I mean, that's just one like, eh, that's just a throw out there. So I don't think it cheapens it as much for me, and you did touch on it, the, like a reboot where in the Charmed reboot there was like 500 sets of Charmed ones. So I'll accept that their children became, you know, so strong and the elders bestowed this as opposed to, oh, anyone could be a Charmed one if you get three witches together and just say, we're charmed, you know, so I'll accept the children. I think that's more in the line of the charmed show and the charmed legacy. Should should it have been the DNA of Leo that gave Melinda her powers? Or are you cool with the elders being the one doing it? I, I would have rather the elders doing it, Rob, because I get it. It does make sense that Leo was 
but it was so crazy. He was like, I was a white lighter longer than I was human. So it just, you know, trickles over. And Paige was like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happens. So they, I mean, they were willing to believe it. And I feel like this is something they would have done on, on the TV show, Rob. You know how sometimes they just explain things so randomly away. It's like, yeah, he was a white lighter longer than. <laughs> so does that mean he was an avatar too? Did they become avatar babies <laughs> um i am very happy to see kyle and it looks like he's completely settled in his role you know i did look for a small little smirk or joke about like mm, okay so henry whatever you know i was better you know like something i i know it's so like tacky of an elder to say but i just was like <laughs> i thought it would be so no, funny if they did that because don't they they do have their personality still, right? So in Kyle fashion, he is snarky like that. So, <laughs> but honestly, I just think he knows that he wasn't right for Paige. <laughs> you know how I think he's a crazy man. So, yeah, <laughs> no, but it, I, honestly, it was, you know, I'm all about continuity, but it was good to see him, Rob. But um, I, can we just bring up though that L Leo lost his shit? from zero to 100 yeah he, leo went so angry super quick he was like you're lying and you clip my wings and how dare you and he's got this like hulky face on I, i'm staring at it now and i still cannot believe he's just oh like literally hands raised in the sky He's he's definitely raging. He's he doesn't like this. And well, I mean, just add it to the confusion. Like you're doing this to my kid. It's like experimenting on them without anyone's permission. No mm. say so. Mm. Melinda now has a destiny that's been bestowed on her that she did not choose. Like I would be really pissed off too. And yes, yeah, she comes from a magical family, but they were told that they were done and they are out of the game and they do not have to do this again. Now, the source coming back, it makes sense for them to be like, okay, we'll come back for now. Mm -hmm. But we, we're out. Like, we did all of this so we could be a normal family. But I also really like that Leo is doubling down. He's like, I want to grow old with my wife. I want to die with her. I don't need to come back. Like, I've lived a long life, and this is totally fine. I've accepted that this is the only time that I get, you know? And Kyle's like, you can't come back after this. And he's like, I'm chill. I am he's so like, chill. Please, please, I'm done being everything. Avatar, elder, white lighter, human, back to white lighter. It, it is a little crazy after a while. I agree. But I, I do want to give it to them. Like, So Kyle is the only one that knows about this, right? He hasn't told yes. any other elders. I think that's great. But also giving Leo the choice to become a white lighter again instead of forcing it on him uh i think by guilt he'll probably choose to be a white lighter just so he'll have the power to protect them but oh god yeah i i do <laughs> enjoy that they gave him a choice so um and i'm also very very proud of leo for telling piper immediately when he got home like this is all that's yeah. happened like i'm not gonna keep any secrets from you as we learn later he was keeping some freaking secrets but he told her right away and i love that so 
am I naive, Rob? I'm still think I get it. Like they're making them another charmed ones or attempting to make them another set of charmed ones. But to me, I thought it was given that they, their children were going to be forced to battle demons. Well, yes, but as the power of three though, like I, yeah, that is, I did not expect that. I don't think it's bad, but I didn't expect that at all. I thought they were just going to do their own thing because we already have the charm ones. And also I just wonder if okay maybe you can correct me but like i thought there was only one set so like if yeah. the children are the power of three now does that mean the parents i mean the sisters aren't anymore you know oh. i don't their powers are gonna be stripped from them but i only thought that there was one set because now you have two sets of blessed you know yeah that's i always thought you had like the the they would have to die for them to inherit the powers like that's how i always thought it it worked for some reason like maybe from the mother the grams that's where the destiny's probably gonna come from i i don't know but it just seemed that i thought there was only one set so but does kyle also say he's like and then you could help protect your wife again so literally so there was that last fight meant nothing so they got to start from scratch again. You got to become a white lighter because they're going to be at it again. Like, holy crap. These girls will never escape fighting demons. Well, the other thing is, too. I mean, just look at Buffy. Like, we may have ended where it ended, but when did she officially stop? She's still going. They rebooted her, too. She is still going. She is still slaying, still slaying everybody. Uh, what did you? Uh, what's your opinion on Rennick? What do you think about this new guy? This this vengeful nemesis of Leo's. Yeah, and the, actually, Rob, I thought the most interesting part was he thinking that he vanquished this white lighter was what gave him the job to be the white uh, the white lighter to the charmed one. So this guy is supposed to be like super super badass and. Like this top tier white lighter, so your dark lighter, yeah, dark light. Thank you, dark lighter. So it's cool. It's cool to have like that balance to Leo, but it is kind of like, oh, and by the way, I <laughs> like you said he just dropped this. Like you know, there's this guy, and we went to a battle, you know, and it must have been um a long time ago, Rob, because wasn't Leo there? guide or or watching them when piper was a child because there was that line yeah i was trying to figure out that timeline too when all of this happened so i don't know if they're going off canon with this but still using plot points that we already know but yes i noticed that too look at us retaining charmed info after all these years well we're doing our best people we're doing our best (laughs) hopefully all of you guys are following along uh so Going into Nina, I don't have too much on her because she only got one small little blurb. And we'll talk about more of this as we rate this issue. But at one point, I thought she was a shapeshifter because she did not look like Nina in this. Rob, what is going on with this woman? <laughs> she I, changes every issue. That's all I'll say. It It took me a second to really realize this was her because then they're calling her by different names and whatnot. But... <laughs> Yo, what? 
I, I, I didn't get it. But anyways, I, I find Rennick very intriguing. I, I love the fact that this one dark lighter has caused so much that he's made a name for himself that when he returns, it's something that needs to be said. So I look forward to learning more about this character and his relationship with uh, Leo. Um, so yeah, I wonder what all he can do, to be honest. <laughs> Let's hope it is not just another went 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 hogan situation um but uh, just raw really quick to your point the only reason we knew it knew it was nina and not negan as i was calling her last <laughs> it, it, uh episode is because she's still spreading her what is this pose the artists all of the artists we've seen loves to have this woman in the shortest shorts and she's she spreads her legs. That is Nina. That is Nina. And she changes race continuously. <laughs> All right. Well, as you bring up art, why don't we get into our, uh, our rating and see how this issue worked out? Uh, we'll start with the story and dialogue laid on me. What did you think of this particular story? We got <sighs> Rob. I gave this a two. Okay. The thing about the dialogue in the story, and I want to know if you noticed this too, they seem to have these like gigantic panels, right? And then they put the smallest squares inside of them with other art and wording that you can barely read. Okay. So it's like tinier boxes inside of tinier boxes. And they do this a lot, but I noticed in this issue, especially when they have the demon fighting, this the text to me was harder to read in some spots. Okay, so that's more like the drawing and the art and stuff. So Oh, okay. So then um but as far as like the the speech, like the the lines they were saying, the story that was given to you. Oh, yeah, too. I mean, too still, too yeah. still. Do we want it, it progresses the story. It progresses the story, but it wasn't um our morality bites back. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So with, I mean, with that being said, for me, I'm going 2.5. I agree with you in, to some extent, I think I may have enjoyed the story a little bit more than you. The further continuity of it all, I think was, was pretty cool. And the expansion of the mythology on white lighters, I think is interesting too. I am very curious how this particular storyline will close up mm -hmm. in later issues. Uh, I, I'm still on the fence of how Melinda got her powers and the reasons why and whatnot. So we'll see. But it's interesting to see how, um, you know, all this white lighter stuff and just learning about, you know, Kyle and everything. I think all of that was was um, an interesting plot point to put in. So 2.5 for me. Uh, and then, as you were saying, with the drawing and art. So <laughs> so the little boxes, I'm assuming you're talking about the ones that are sort of like in the corner. of Yes. Okay. They, they like to put them in the corner and like f four next to each other or so something. Like that. What I got from that particular type of um, drawing and, and speech bubble is that they're usually sort of like, for me, I read them like they're voiceovers. Okay. And, or, or just words that's coming from a character that's not on the page. So it's like a very like transitional voiceover as it kind of goes back and forth. 
So I don't mind that. And I think for me, throughout all three issues, those those little boxes had more of the story that I wanted to hear rather than the dialogue that was being said. Um, but I get what you're saying. You know, it, I would say that these set of issues were the most complicated I had to read. Um, and not in a bad way, but I had a there was just a lot going on. Um, a lot of smaller stuff. And I think that, you know, the artist was definitely trying something new, incorporating a lot of action and emotion and faces and a lot of like smaller sets amongst a bigger broad, because I think on a later issue, I might talk about this, but uh, there was a lot of characters to draw this time, a lot yeah. bigger um, panned out locations, you know, it wasn't as contained as before. So they had a lot to fit in and you don't want to cover up anything, but you want to kind of like get both sides of the story, you know, like what are they, you know, you know, like Scott Pilgrim or whatnot, when they like yes. do a split screen, you want to see everybody's reactions. <clears throat> um, so what I wrote was the art has changed again. Um, it's not better or worse. It's just different. Right. Yeah. And I Each think, time. I think Leo is more distinguished in this issue. And I also thought that Kyle looked like her Smith to me. I got a more realistic vibe from this, uh, but it's not the best. So I gave it a two for drawing and art. See, I am going lower again, Rob. I'm doing 1.5 because while I do see Kurt Smith and um, Brian in mm -hmm. Leo and Kyle, or BK, as they call them, uh, call him on the House of Hollowell uh, podcast. We are back to the ugly babies. And to me, there is one panel, Charmies and Rob, that is unforgivable. Not only is Melinda horrifying, but baby Chris looks even scarier. And it's both in the same panel. And I don't understand why they can't draw babies <laughs> i don't know there's like and there's so many babies in, the, in these comics um so um i wish I, rob i want to love this art so much and every issue i go into it fresh but i'm waiting i'm waiting for them to blow me away and go oh, that's it that's the style okay no fair enough and hopefully we see that um in the future uh, so let's talk about entertainment. Overall entertainment. What did you think? <laughs> 1.5. Oh, not my a God. fan of this issue. I think it's the whole thing again of trying to pull Leo back into being a white. And I'm like, this has been done to death. This has <laughs> been done so many times. Do something else. Ask him to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that Leo is sort of a throwaway or a wasted character without his powers or he's not as interesting enough? So they have to keep reminding all of us that he's a white lighter. What do you think? Like, is he boring without him? That's probably why you, you probably nailed it, Rob, why they do it and why they did it on the show. But honestly, isn't it just a blessing to have a person who wanted to be a great father and is just there for Piper? We don't need him to be that interesting, you know? Like, I, I'm okay with him taking care of the kids and letting them take the focus, you know? I do love that, but it's just this idea of having the man of the house really take a step back 
for this long. It's just not possible. Like, unless the show is written by women and only women, there's no man out there that's going to allow the man of the house, the father of children to just be like, my girl's got this. I don't have to worry about it. And just constantly put himself in danger. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they use that with um, Henry as well, because Ooh. he's really going through it right now. And, you know, we'll talk about that in the next issue, but it's just like, can these men be as vulnerable as they are and really take a step back and let these women lead? Because it's just uncalled for. So I don't know if Leo will ever have that characteristic to just kind of take a step back. I mean, it's it, it's endearing too. believe me. Like, I love that he wants to help. He wants to protect them. He wants to. But. You know, it's like the how many I mean, it's this is we can get into a whole debate about this, but how many comics have had like Mary Jane, you know, like we can have like Leo be the the love interest, you know, and let these girls shine. I mean, it is an all female, you know, comic, but what Rob is saying makes sense, especially for a story standpoint. But yeah, a white lighter plot, I am not a fan of like, please. (laughs) <laughs> let it go end. Let it end, everybody. <laughs> so for me, uh, this is clearly just one part of a bigger arc, right? So yes, yeah, this definitely. may not have been like the strongest issue, uh, but not much happened as far as action. This was a lot of dialogue. We got a lot yeah. of information that we need to retain, mostly True. dialogue, which is a different take on a single issue to wait monthly on. You know, like if I was waiting yeah. from issue six to seven, I'd be like, what is like, we didn't get anything. What's going on? So it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I gave it a two with a total of um, 6.5 out of nine. And mine was a solid five <laughs> for for this issue, Rob. All right, let's discuss our MVP. So I chose Paige for her her resourcefulness. I just, you know, just taking Leo up to the elders, her crack about, uh, you know, Piper cheating and her reunited with Kyle just for a split second. I thought she had most of the good lines. So she was my MVP this this issue. Uh, I love that. You know, I would love to have Paige be mine, but I'm actually going Leo for saying no. (laughs) MVP, Leo. MVP. Say no to those white lighters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that was that was definitely a great moment. Uh, You know. All of that information from Kyle, I thought was my favorite moments too. I was very invested in hearing like, what is going on? Why does Melinda have powers? So yes, that was my favorite moment as well. Issue eight, Oh Henry. Written by Paul Ruditus. Pencils by Carlos Granda. And the original release date of March 16th, 2011. We start in an alley where a homeless teen is being killed by a stray arrow during a dark lighter's attack versus the charmed ones. The pregnant teen dies, but Paige manages to save the girl's child by orbing her out of the womb. What the shit? 
Oh, shit. That was something. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Paige decides to go to her old job at social services and ask for help. She brings the baby home, and Henry and her have a semi-fight over taking in another child, especially with their two magical twins. Then Nina finally reveals herself to the Charmed Ones while taking on an elder directly on the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, and Kyle is killed again. Uh, Drawing this battle, Nina sends Piper to an unknown dimension and Phoebe and Paige want to stay to fight and rescue their sister, but Leo forces them to flee. So Rob, you probably said what most people thought when you hear that line that Paige orbs the baby out of the dying or dead basically uh Jane Doe she has no ID that's one question but also what the hell was that demon in the back that we never see again when Paige orbs the the baby I was like what is that 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 might be something we will see in the future. Oh, what? I didn't you... even think of that. No, you're right. Is that like a foreshadowing? Could be. I I don't know. I don't know. It it's it's it looks like it it looks like it's defeated. Like maybe, yeah. I don't I don't know. I have no idea what this was, but <laughs> she orbed a baby out of a womb. No umbilical cord. No, you know, I like I I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. She can't see it. She has no idea what it looks like. Like I I guess she can do this. This is insane. I mean, if her powers are growing fine, but this is crazy. I cannot believe she might as well just orb skeletons out of demons bodies. Like, you know, I I can't (laughs) believe she knew. Well, she didn't know this would work, but even if it didn't like would half the baby come out, I'm very morbid about this. This just was a scary image to think about. Like anything could have happened and she just (laughs) orbed a baby out. I just, I was freaking out. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe she could do this. So does this put Paige, like you said, at this point, her powers have grown. So does this put Paige at like the highest charmed one that you can literally or babies out? I man, I remind me, was Leo, did Leo have his powers when Wyatt or Chris was born? I don't think he was when Chris was. No, he wasn't when Chris was born. Yeah, but Wyatt, but Wyatt, yes, he did have his powers when Wyatt was born. Yes, because oh, I but he remember- couldn't come down. That's what it was, or something. No, he was um he was attacked by the girl um the the demon Cheryl Lad. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because I don't know. For me, I'm just like Leo. Why couldn't you have just done this instead of having Piper go through labor and pain? Oh, you could have just taken the baby out. Imagine. I mean, honestly. I have to give it to Paul, the writer who's done these, because I would never have thought of this in a million years. Would you? No, no. Let's have somebody <laughs> die, but we can save the baby. Like, wow. I guess it is. It is it genius or is it? I mean, I don't know. It's it's very strange, but at the same time, it worked. But meanwhile, <laughs> the guy that Rennick killed was that 
a white lighter? Was that the baby daddy or was that the white lighter to the Jane Doe? Like what was all, what was that? That whole added to the confusion with the demon that has nothing to do with his dark lighter. And it's literally when Paige orbs the baby. So I think Rob might be onto something. Cause that's the only way to explain that. It's very confusing. This whole alley scene and I know we're going to get into the art later, but literally it looks exactly like Henry in the next scene, this dead body. <laughs> so I guess it's the, the father. <laughs> I Yeah, no idea. No idea. Well, just to start out, what did you think about this issue overall? Let's just real quick. Like, did you like it? Did you not like it? I actually liked this issue slightly better than last issue. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that I gave it better scores uh, than issue seven. So yeah, I think I enjoyed this one too. Uh, One of the biggest reasons was the whole Henry thing. Like that whole discussion, his, his way of trying to just talk out all of his feelings and thank God he, they are being honest with each other. But then we get a big sense of Paige's defense mechanism. She has to joke about stuff. Otherwise she just goes crazy with how serious everything is. So, you know, these, these are vulnerabilities that I love that they are expressing, but those two, when, when they converse, I just look forward to all of that. And I know that Henry is on the sidelines and he seems kind of like, woe is me the whole time. But I like this stuff needs to be covered. Like, just because they agreed to get married doesn't mean he's down for it all. Like it's just not that easy. And and new things kind of creep up as they go along, especially when kids are involved. So isn't that so funny that the things you probably, he fell in love with Paige. Now he's saying, do you always have to joke about everything? And then she does mention that's her defense mechanism and that's Paige. Um, but it seems like, yeah, Rob, that, he's realizing the downside finally of having magic in the family. And he does say that you warned me, I believe. And, you know, you told me about this, but I'm getting a bleak feeling about this, but at the same time, I agree. It's one of the, it's very real. And I think this is honestly, it does feel like charmed because I feel like this would come up in an episode and it's a very real conversation that couples go through. So what do you think about Henry's concerns? Do you think that he has a right to be so sort of like, I shouldn't say pessimistic, but just kind of looking at it from a very negative, Mm -hmm. like, outlook? Do you think he has genuine concerns? Or is this just like, get out of your head? sort of thing it's i don't know rob because it seems like it was getting even like on a nastier level at some points because that dig like when she's like they're talking about adopting this kid and like possibly finding his family and he's like like basically like look how that's been for you ever since you found your family kind of thing like i'm like damn like they are going through some struggles so i I don't know if this is because of it started with the choking thing from a few weeks ago. And he's like, oh, my God, like I could I could kill my family. I could kill Paige if like this happened again. Well, it's like he 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 does mention a little bit of his insecurity, right? Like, yes, he's definitely thinking about the kids and, you know, how much danger they could possibly be in. But he does say, I feel powerless. Right. He 
can't do anything. He can't be an authority figure. He can't really be there to kind of like challenge these kids and make sure they know that he is the father. He goes, if I send my kid to my room, they can easily orb to China. Like I can't do anything. And I think that that is a concern. So I, I'm okay with all of these like opinions sort of coming out. Um, but do you think mortals can handle this full time? Do you, and I'm not asking that if is Paige wrong for choosing Henry, but do you feel that mortals can keep up or at least until the kids are 18? Do you think that she should not have married a mortal? No, because honestly, the way they wrote his character while he was still in the TV show, he's he seemed to be able to let her shine as much as he wanted to protect, you know, her. Like, he seemed like he got it. Like, he, my wife is a superhero kind of thing. So, again, things change in a relationship. I totally understand. Like, this is, a, again, this is like a real thing that would probably happen. But I don't know. To me, it's like a character shift. But we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Just quickly, while we are in this scene, Rob, I did notice this, that the manor calls and she has a triquatra wallpaper on her phone page. Like, when the manor calls. I was unsure if that was the, like, wallpaper or was that sort of the screen ID for when the manor calls? Oh, maybe it was the wallpaper. (laughs) But then she has the name of the phone as manor, meaning that... they still use a landline in the house which is so adorable i love that actually but she's kind of talking on a wireless phone it looked like a cell phone to me uh the one that piper was on so i don't know if it was her cell phone or uh, or a landline a wireless you know phone but i just thought that was funny like ooh, the manor's calling (laughs) (laughs) unless she has piper listed as the manor she's like that's her yeah she's she's always home can we talk about Nina for a minute and the fact that she actually was asked didn't you kill your last partner and I'm I'm glad that someone mentioned that because it seems like this just happens all the time and we're just supposed to believe that yeah I'm not gonna kill you like I really like you this I you're not like Hogan (laughs) we'll see I told you though that he did actually die yeah, so yeah, he was not chained up on a throne somewhere, like I yeah. was hoping. I was ripped of his him. clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> her her plan also, uh, she's keeping this from the demons. Uh, I gotta say that as they were talking more about what she wanted to do, I was a little lost. I I figured yeah, that she, I figured that she wanted to go up there to where the elders are, but to what end? I didn't make sense. And then as far as like, was she deceiving demons in some way, like sending them to their death? Cause I think there was a line where it was just like, you know, the elders overpower the demons and they'll never be able to overthrow them. And she's like, well, once they figure that out, it'll be too late or whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It was listening to her plan and have it be executed. I really didn't understand what was going on. Um, but she's definitely up to something. And the writers want us to have it be some big reveal right yes they don't want to do they don't want to tell us anything they just want to keep creeping and giving us a little bit more hints but they won't reveal what it is uh do you even know what it is after the attack like 
like what like what, what she's trying to do i've i thought she was trying to take the elders out but now i'm thinking it's a distraction I no idea no idea um but they <laughs> good question but they they kill uh, they kill kyle Bye, Kyle. You're dead I, again. I know. Yeah, some people who watch uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills will understand. Goodbye, Kyle. Oh. <laughs> She's running away, right? Off the ta- from the table. Damn. But um, Nina pulled a Winnie, and she goes, hello, and then she goes, goodbye, <laughs> and just kills Kyle. But, yeah, that was a scene that I didn't expect. But he got one episode, bam, done again, killed. So I was like, okay, fine. He's out. His eyes roll. I'm looking at the panel. His eyes rolled back on the back of his head. He dropped down. He's dead. Dead, Uh, dead, dead. Crazy. Uh. Well, Nina is then recognized. Like, Leo saw her and was like, oh, my God, we got to get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, Leo knows her? Screw Piper. Leo knows her. What is going on? What the hell? I just had dum 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 playing in my head. I was like, "What is happening? Why do you reg- like? Who is she? What's happening?" So um, I didn't, see, I didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming at all. I thought she was just a regular demon, and it is revealed that she is the literal first witch. And this explains for me when I read this, I was like, this explains why she has the power to take an elder and put her Um, in a portal. Not to say that anybody else couldn't do this, but I just, to get the one up on an elder, it makes sense that she is, you know, the first witch. She clearly has more power than they've let on. And that helps me understand sort of the dynamic that we got when we first met her. So First witch, um, I don't know if you did you remember this plot line at all when you were reading through them back then? I remembered, he, I, I did when it happened, I remembered that she was a witch, yes, but I forgot that she was the first witch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought, yeah, I just thought she was like a witch that had gone bad or something like that, so um. It's sad how bad the memory is, but that's good because it is like new. <laughs> um, can I just say that my favorite line of the whole comic, Rob? Do you know? What, I don't know if you're gonna know what, what it is, but it is <laughs> Piper gets taken to a portal, and and Leo or someone's like, "What happened?" And Phoebe says. Some crazy bitch blew her off a tower. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. So let's get into ranking this issue of O. Henry. What would you rank the issue from our on our one to three scale for the story and dialogue? Okay, so I wrote this quote down and I said, can't let the place where you proposed get destroyed. I love that line. And this is sort of an example of why I scored a three for this issue based on dialogue and story. You know, they were in the middle of an argument. She had to go. And I love just the finesse touch of like, I got to go save the world, but I also want to save our (laughs) spot. Right. I want to save our spot. And I just thought that was a very page line. And I love that. 
I really thought that the storyline in this was better than our last issue. And, and again, big points of the discussion between Henry and Paige. A lot happened here, I thought. And so, yeah, I gave it a three. I also gave it a three, Rob. Very cool. Uh, I, I think for all the things you mentioned, the story, uh, honestly, the action picked up, too, because now Piper is missing. Uh, she was blown off that tower. And the ending, I think the the story, the dialogue was on point. That joke about uh, Paige always joking in the sense of being serious was spot on. The bridge quote was great as well. So, yeah, a three, I'm very happy to say. So that leads us now to ranking the issue uh, for the drawing, art, the speech bubbles, and all of those fun things. Rob, I... Oh, God. Please forgive me. And I do not want to... I really feel like I'm offending these artists, but... Horrible, horrible, horrible. The ugliest hands in in comic history. Big to go along with those babies. Uh Henry looked not like Henry. Horrifying again, horrifying. He horrifying. looked decrepit. He looked <laughs> old. He looked like he was disintegrating. What the f- what was this? Henry was just done so wrong in this issue. I don't get it. When Rennick is the hottest one in this issue, then we've got a problem. Yeah. And he was even, uh, yeah, I would say he's the best looking. Uh, Leo looks like Henry at some points. Nina again has her, we're up to issue eight, her eighth face. Her (laughs) face has changed every issue. And I guess, Honestly, it, it shouldn't be a shock at this point because the girls change every issue. But particularly, I call this the issue of the the horrible hands, Rob. So I'm going 1.5 for that. What did you give the art? <laughs> so, I mean, there were moments I thought where Phoebe and Piper kind of looked better. And uh, Piper's stance when she's freezing, I thought was nice, big and bold. It was okay. Her fingers. Uh, Did you see the fingers? Yeah, I saw <laughs> the fingers. Yes. Uh, there were a lot of different frames and in, in, um, panels in this one. And I'm getting a little bit better on reading it in sort of the order that they would like. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of the color and detail that they put in this. They've got Nina looking like Dr. Strange in this one with this color palette. But I think, again, just the use of all of its characters. There's so many demons and, you know, things happening in the background that I think uh, are um, something to really recognize in the detail to make each demon look different. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not blind to that, but just the simple sort of like plain moments when we've got, you know, the sisters in the house and they're chatting and whatnot. It just seems weird. And the Henry thing really pissed me off. I didn't give it as bad of a score. What I said was the sisters look like themselves and the fashion I think has gotten a little bit better. Uh, yeah. Phoebe still fighting in open told sandals. I, I can't really with that. But again, with Henry and the, the panel sequence, when Kyle dies, it's got, you know, hello, goodbye, the arrow, and then it's got Kyle. I really enjoyed that. That was a cool sequence. Um, I gave it a two, which is not half, but I gave it a two. That's not bad, though. That's not yeah. bad. 
That's better than mine. Uh, so then we go to the overall ranking of the entertainment for this issue, Rob. I went 2.5. I think it was better than the last episode, as we mentioned earlier. What did you give this issue? Yeah, 2.5 as well. The stakes were higher. Uh, a lot of story happened in this one. And there was definite character development all around. So... 2.5 but did you notice that cupid doesn't show up at all yeah they couldn't take another man they didn't I, know how to draw him i guess so i mean i think cupid with his active power could have been very useful during all of this but he's home with the kids i guess but we don't see him at all we don't see uh you know you're right we haven't seen him in a few issues uh we haven't seen Kristen white in a little bit too so you know this is grown folks business it's time to put the kids aside for a moment. Uh, do you feel that the comics have a responsibility to sort of like let us know where they all are if they're not in the issue for continuity? Or do you think comics have sort of a different way of storytelling that none of these smaller details matter? I'm okay with not knowing because of the format of the comic and you can only have so many, you know, panels. So I'm okay, Rob. But yeah, I guess in the show, it would have been weird if we didn't see Coop that week or the kids. So, um, but I'll, I'll accept it in, in this form. Very good. Very good. So yeah, total score for me is uh, 7.5 out of 9, better than issue 7. And I am following with a solid 7 below Rob with that. So that leads us to Rob, our MVP. Who did you choose as the MVP of this issue? I chose Paige again. Yes, Paige killed it in this issue. I really enjoyed her involvement. And again, the line was a big help for that MVP win. But I, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed Paige. So what about you? Totally Paige. I think once you orb a baby, you are on another level of, of power or or something. So Paige, Paige, super witch, not just for Prue anymore. <laughs> so your favorite moment of issue eight if you had to choose uh i think the overall attack on the bridge was something fun to look at and just the way like everything was kind of executed especially leo's like we gotta get the hell out of here and you know piper you know going through the portal i think a lot happened here that was fun to read so the attack on the bridge I love that because I'm actually going with Leo and his cliffhanger of let's get the heck out of here because that had me on one of those uh, Kill Billy Volume 2, the manor exploded moments and we got to get out of here kind of thing. So I really liked that. So yay, issue 8, oh, Henry. <laughs> issue 9, the all or nothing. Written by Paul Ruditus, pencils by Dean Kotz, and the original release date of May 25th, 2011. So, in issue 9, we are introduced to the first witch story that includes the all, which is a spiritual energy that runs through everything that exists, neither good nor evil. 
Piper was sent to what is called a, I, I'm calling it a pseudo high realm that Nina created, which was a place of pure bliss. And now she's trying to bring that back and, and return there. It's where the elder from our first issue ended up from the beginning. And separately, the charm ones hear the story of the all through Leo and this elder, respectively, as Piper and the other sisters are learning about the first witch. So apparently a woman and her mate who tapped into the all the power and made them invulnerable and immortal. Both of them were the creations of witches and warlocks, respectively. As their time on Earth, the Earth was disintegrating. It was it was starting to get destroyed. And the grand design was that one of them had to go back to the higher realm because both of them on Earth was destroying it. So the elders um, made sure the grand design was executed and they chose for the mate, the guy, to go back, leaving Nina by herself. Kyle somehow lived... Um, <laughs> and he didn't move on as he defends up there with the other elders. And so we know who and where the first witch is, but where is her mate? Who created these warlocks? It turns out that in the higher realm, we also find out Cole is there. All right. So we got a lot of reveal in this one, but again, we sat down to get a flashback story and we're listening to everything that happened back in the day. I am so confused. <laughs> I am so confused. I'm lost. I'm sorry. I read this issue, like bits and pieces of this issue, like three times trying to make yeah. sure that I got the story correct because I don't understand what's happening. I am so confused by the first um, witch here, but I'll just start off having her be the first witch. They brought up like, oh, you know, Paige says something about the first Slayer. Do you believe that's a Buffy reference? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I'm so glad you noticed that too. Of course, being a Buffy fan yourself. So I totally got first Slayer joke in, in that. <laughs> the elders, it's been the elders from the beginning. Also, she was going to eat the apple. So that I'm talking about Piper and... <laughs> I was really happy to see the elder because I was like, she couldn't have died. What happened to her? And I'm glad that they made sure to point out what was going on and that Piper ended up. Cause I don't know. Nina sort of like said, I don't know where they go. They just go the hell away from here. And I, I either she just kept it a secret or whatever, but she's sending them all to the same place. Right. Is this supposed to be Adam and Eve? It's hinting on that sort of mythology, but you can't really say. I don't know, because it, it might just be crossing the line on inputting a lot of like religion into it, you know? But they definitely made it seem like that. And so um This apple, like and she's not a desperate housewife, everybody. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know Piper was gonna eat that apple. She was she like was. I, she, she was, was like, I'm not gonna eat it. I was like, stop fronting. Piper, you were going to eat that, and you know it. You ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> she made a fire. She was about to eat that apple for sure. So, but what do you think about when the elder took a bite of the apple and just disappeared? Did she kill herself? Was that a portal? What that, do you think that was? 
that's how Raw beats the hell me. I was going to ask you that same question. I took it that she sacrificed herself because the apple was poisoned. I don't know. I I was very confused by that. But (laughs) we also can go back to episode one. Because remember, I had luscious. (laughs) had luscious yeah (laughs) i really had my concerns about why you know just the idea remember i questioned you about grand design like i didn't understand why if there was a plan for literally everyone in the universe to do this specific thing so that everything falls into place why is it that nina and hogan get to step out of that and just do whatever they want true what do you know it's because she is the first witch and she is above the grand design she does not fit it and i'm just so glad they touched on it because it just helps me more understand the confusion that i had from before but i was right to have those concerns so i'm glad that they have a reason for it she is not a part of it which means she can disrupt it anytime she wants so i found that to be some great continuity and making things make sense so what do you think about that plot point rob do you like this idea of having the first witch be this adversary i mean in comic book form i don't know if they you know didn't know they were going to have another season after this but i feel that in buffy fashion this should have been something that you do last i mean what are you going to go against if it's not the first witch right and honestly selfishly i mean at this point whatever the case is i would have loved to have seen this played out in like a movie or something like the the first witch or something like that versus the charmed ones but i mean we get it here so (laughs) but i'm glad you're okay with and you like you would prefer it as well like i'm saying as a the big battle of of battles not billy and christy yeah leo saying she won't kill piper Okay, Leo, is that because she's a witch? Like, where does he get, or is this just part of this whole thing? He knows Nina. He knows Rennick. Leo knows so much things that we don't know about anymore. So what, well, what information? I don't know if they've really revealed her ultimate plan yet. She's going up there. She's taking out elders, but I think she still has an alliance with witches overall. So okay. I'm guessing that Leo thinks that, well, she's the first witch. These charm ones are descended of her. She's not out to get them. She's out for something else. And maybe making witches on the top of the food chain over elders. I don't know, oh. but I'm guessing that's what it is. And she sends them to Timbuktu. She doesn't <laughs> even know where they're going. Yeah. <laughs> Cole. I mean, what Ooh. the deuce? Now, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on this. Uh, Maybe Wiki will help me. I will admit right up front, even though I've watched the show billions and millions of times, (laughs) I could have sworn that Cole was a human half demon. Mm -hmm. That he doesn't predate literally when names weren't names. I mean, just the way that the story was told. So, oh, you think that's the mate? I think it, I mean, they kind of give you a little bit. So I don't know. Is he, is he the mate or is he just somebody who's in this realm when he died? And how did he get there? What do you think? Like, Uh, am I barking up the wrong tree? And like, he's not, 
I did you know what? I didn't even think that, honestly. I think it's because I got what you were getting because they kept showing the shadow figure of a male and we heard there was a mate to this. Well, it was Nina. Just- congruent to like the way that leo was telling the story leo was telling the story he talked about how a mate needed to go back and it was a man and you know like and then all of a sudden it's this slow burn of like all right who is it and then it's cole so yeah i'm guessing they want us to think that he's the mate but he that doesn't make sense he's 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 a human he's half human half deal like i don't get how he could be from back then so do you think he's just another prisoner there I took it, and I could be completely wrong. I'm going back to when, what was it, the seven-year witch, when he was, like, that spirit that was trying to help Piper move on. Like, I get the feeling they like to throw these two together because of the hostility. And I'm taking him as almost as a guide. But I didn't even, but now I'm looking. He does have the apple. He offers her the apple. So, and for continuity purposes, you know, it, he should be good, right? I mean, yes, yes a little anti-hero, yes. but he should be good. But here's the other thing. When Paige says, who is the mate? Who's this guy? Who do we contact? Yes. Leo says, you're right. You're not going to like the answer. So, right. That is I, so weird. So, yeah, I don't. It, it's just the timeline doesn't make sense. I am hoping that by next issue, they will explain why oh. Cole could possibly be this. I just don't get it. I don't get it. So it left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth, but I also didn't expect Cole to show up so soon either. You knew I, he was in the pipeline though, right? You yes. Knew he was going to get his butt in here. I know. I definitely knew that he was, but I didn't expect it so soon. So we get Cole. What do you think? Are you glad Cole's back? I am. I, I'm glad because you could do it in this kind of format, right? Like you could tell any story you want to. So why not bring Cole in? But I am praying it is not what they're headed this way because that would, yeah, that would leave a sour note in me too. But along that lines, Rob, it seems like there is no continuity because how the hell is Kyle alive? He was like I mentioned in our last episode, his eyes rolled back in his head. He was dead. He was dead. Well, Nina said something about, like, you aren't supposed to be here. You didn't move on or something. I don't know. Hopefully they explain that. But it was just the way that they revealed him. He's not only not dead, but then he also is, like, already at the gate. Yeah. And he's, I don't know, maybe like when Kyle. you die, you officially go back to heaven and you're just there <laughs> instead of moving. I don't know. I have no idea what happened, but Kyle is still in the picture. So yay, I guess. <laughs> no, but no, no. Yeah. It, that actually was the thing I, I got to say, I just liked the most, like not knowing. And you're just like, you're to assume, right? Yeah. Kyle's just at the gate going, come on in. I got the doors open for you, everybody. Like, I thought it was like a, it was going to turn out to be a shapeshifter talking about shapeshifters. No, Kyle. What did you think about that attack on the elders? Like, honestly, big it looks scope, great. Yeah, the big scope of them all, you know, getting attacked and dying. And yeah, that's pretty crazy. It looks it looked grand. Again, I would love to see this play out in in a live action uh, format. Uh, going back to Buffy, it's almost like where all those 
they were in the Hellmouth and all the Terra, those vampires, Uber vamps were attacking. And I, I love this army versus, you know, the elders kind of thing. I think it's great. I uh, What about you? Yeah, no, I, I think all of that is, is pretty good. It It will be interesting to see exactly what happens once they get through the gate. I'm assuming the plan has to go along. Otherwise, like, what are we doing? So I look forward to hearing more about what's going to happen up there. Um, so I think the takeaway of this issue, besides the whole thing with Cole, besides her taking the attack to the elders, we find out that every witch who is born inherits a piece of the all, like Rob was saying earlier. So do you think Rob when Melinda Warren, I mean, maybe we'll get into it, but when she prophesized the charmed ones, like, was there a way of, again, manipulating the powers to like, give these three sisters, this extra Nina, all power. I wonder if that will be touched on. Yeah. I, I think I just know too little to really like give a definite answer. I, and I think it makes sense that they all share one you know thing right like it's not as like they're all connected it's it's a coven it's a sisterhood it's lineage like yeah we all come from somewhere yeah. you know right so um it makes sense that they're all connected and tapped into it so i mean it's great it's like another one of these uh bricks in our charmed uh glossary or whatever the hell like the all the nexus the hollow you know the everything is connected <laughs> <laughs> what a cliffhanger i think honestly this is the best way to end on these issues it sure is and i again can't imagine waiting a month or however long this next issue took came out like did you did you notice rob that between our last issue of eight this one was went from march to may so this actually was a stretch wow okay you gotta wonder if they were actually like in the middle of drawing it and making the story as it went along and they didn't have the full season already ready to go out so that's what it sounds like or maybe they swapped over like the plot that they might have been going with possibly yeah crazy crazy Okay, well, I think that's all that we have for issue nine. Hopefully we didn't miss anything, but let's go ahead and rank it. Uh, we'll start with story and dialogue. What do you think? Confusion aside, Kyle aside, I think it's I'm intrigued enough with that cliffhanger that I'm giving it a three. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not too far behind, but it definitely didn't get a perfect for me. Um <laughs> Trying to keep up, but I think the story continuing to go back and forth. I was just getting a little lost the way that they were doing the storytelling between yes. like the Angel of Destiny and Leo. Like, I get it in 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 movie mat. Not shouldn't say movie magic, but like in movie sort of like outlines. Filmmakers really do enjoy kind of doing this back and forth as the simultaneous story is being told. Yes. So I get that's what they were trying to do. But for me, I was just like, please, I just need to <laughs> retain this information and hopefully I can get it. But yes, as you said, Ryan, the story is very interesting. Bringing back Cole was was pretty good. Um, I didn't expect that. And I just really want to know how. But uh, mm -hmm. 2.5 for me on on story and dialogue. 
Uh, how about the drawing and art of it all? God. One day, one day, Rob, one day I will love it. <laughs> but it's going to 1.5 because we changed artist again. Rob, I don't know about you, but there were some even parts of Leo's face that it, it looks like it's speaking of melting Henry faces. These, I don't get it. I don't get it how no one can nail these likenesses for more than one panel at a time with these. And I get it. It's tedious to draw a real human being, but from one, one panel to the next. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't. So for me, I, again, was very impressed on how much detail they put into sort of the scene and locations. They made everything a bit bigger and broader. Yes. I really, really enjoyed all of that detail. And again, so many characters and bodies to draw into one panel, let alone throughout this whole issue. I was very impressed that they're making everything bigger in scope. So I liked all of that. There was one frame where Leo looked exactly like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and let me see if I can find it. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so this is when he says, I can't believe she would do that. She wouldn't kill Piper. So it's this look. He's got this opened sweater that he's wearing. and he's Oh, writing- yeah. <laughs> He's giving me Ryan Reynolds vibes with this, uh, which is not bad. It's just something that just popped in my head right away when (laughs) when I got to look at that. But uh, no, just when you see all of the different demons and everything just attacking the elders that they like all of that just looked good to me. I also found this artwork to be a little soothing. I don't even know if that's even the right word. No, I actually, I could see that, especially, are you talking about with Piper in that purple, like calm wasteland too? It was very calm. I just, I don't know. It was just the way that the house was like in the conservatory. There weren't like a gazillion plants around. Yeah. It was just this nice setting with the wicker furniture and the book of shadows. I'm looking at it now. It was just super chill. I don't don't know. I just like sort of the, the simplicity and uh, the, the, the lighting in, in the, in the realm, in the higher realm, you know, the purple fade into black. Like I, I, I liked all of that. I just thought that was cool. Uh, they didn't really go overboard on like the super details in the background. So it just seemed a little bit more chill to me. So I, I liked it. I gave it a two. Oh, great. Um, uh, lots of characters and lots of figures is what I like. So I just like that they drew a lot in this. I, you know, Rob, I have to give the credit. Like you're saying, I, I probably, I'm nitpicking too much on like the cast, but if you look at the backgrounds, the demons, the scope, it actually is really done really well. I'm just so bad. I can't see past the characters. All good. No, the this scope is, what you is want. beautiful. Scope, yeah. <laughs> scope is beautiful. All right. How about overall entertainment? Um, Three. Three, because again, I'm intrigued for that cliffhanger. If we had to wait till May to come back for new episodes, I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Leo wanting to tell a story while his wife is in danger. I found that to be hilarious. He is so calm. He was like, "No, no, no. We still have more story left. Sit down." And Nina's <laughs> not going to kill her. I just love that. I thought that was funny. Um I guess she knew, you know, he knew that she was going to be safe at that moment, but why didn't Leo say anything this whole time? 
I mean, I guess there's no reason to really bring this up in conversation. He thought Rennick was gone. Who would think that, you know, Nina, Nina would be even around. I just want to know that if Cole was really destined to be this person, why did he keep his mouth shut? So that again, I think furthers your theory that he's not the mate, but like, if he is though, like what the deuce man, like why did he keep this from everyone? It's just weird. Or a pseudo mate. Like, is she fusing him because he's a powerful being to fill her void? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. No idea. No idea. Um, so I gave it a three also. I was very entertained by this issue. Ooh, yeah. Wow. So total uh, 7.5. Double that 7.5. Very good. Very good. Now let's talk about our last MVP. This was hard. This was hard for me. So I honestly, I did not pick one. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't alone. I don't think anyone really stood out in this issue. And again, we were listening to a story. So, I mean, not much to really go on. I just, there wasn't really one. Is this our first non-MVP? Well, I think that I've gone to say that there was an MVP for an episode back in the day. I couldn't tell you which episode, but I think I've done this before. But for me, this is a first for the comic. Yeah, so I'm t- I'm so glad that Rob said that because I'm s- scrambling to try to think of an MVP. But you did pick one. Who did you pick? No, I actually didn't. You I didn't, didn't pick anybody. Any- no. Oh, I didn't okay. Pick anybody either? So when you said that, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Well, how about a favorite moment? Honestly, the cliffhanger. Is that the worst thing? It's like the last page with the cliffhanger with Cole with the apple. <laughs> all good. All good. Well, I just for me, the overall arc of just listening to this story and just learning more about like who she is, I thought was pretty good. And it will pay off, we're hoping, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think that's going to do it for issue nine and also this episode. I hope you guys are reading along and enjoying our sort of recap and review as we are also first readers as well. Um, We want to thank you all for listening and remember that uh, the com the link to the comics is in the production notes. So uh, click on it, save it, bookmark it, come back to it. Um, when we're ready to come back to another three issues in two weeks. Ryan, I had fun in this episode. Hopefully you did too. I I, I, I did too, Rob. And I'm actually really excited for our next set of stories because things are finally, I think, setting into place to get the grander design, if you will. Yeah, and something that wasn't mentioned throughout the episode that uh, these cover uh, arts, the these you know front covers were very Gorgeous. very impress- impressive, Gorgeous. very very good. I really like some of these uh, th- these cover arts, very very well done. So loved it, loved it, loved it. <laughs> My favorite Rob was the one with them scrying for Piper, and she's like in the scrying crystal. It was, I think, issue nine. Yeah. Gorgeous. I actually liked the cover B of, I think, issue oh. seven when they are all at the dinner table. Oh my God. That was adorable. Yeah. And I love that they have all these covers. Yeah. No, very well done. Very well done. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. Tell a friend about our show. Give us a review on Apple or Spotify if you have not reviewed our show yet. We'd love to hear your opinions and confessions on what you think of the podcast as well as the issues that you are reading. Any theories you want to throw out, but no spoilers, please. Yes, <laughs> um, send it. Yes, yeah, send it our way on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is BWTH Podcasts, and Instagram is Brunch with the Hollowells, all one word. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, or whenever you are having your brunch. Cheers, Charmies. Next two weeks on Charmed, three little Wiccans. With the power of three torn asunder, Phoebe and Paige work to bring their family back together, but a tragically ill-advised plan pulls the Charmed ones further apart and could leave one of the sisters lost forever. Forever.